And welcome to another episode of the Biz Law Series with business lawyer Michael Palermo. Good day, sir. Nice to talk to you, Matt. Nice to talk to you as well. We've got a really interesting topic, some new breaking information for people to get on their radar for businesses, entrepreneurs, and that is FinCEN uh, is what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Uh, can Before we get started into the topic, though, um, for people that maybe haven't heard other parts of the series or listen to your podcast or read your blog on your website, uh, give a basic introduction of yourself to folks if, if they haven't heard you before. I've been a business lawyer for 30 plus years now. I represent mostly smaller and mid-sized businesses, mid-sized for the Western North Carolina area. And it's all pretty much transactional now, buying and selling a business, bringing in investors, working with contracts. Well, I, I know uh, I love whenever we get a chance to do these episodes and really appreciate you having your Biz Law series on Biz Radio US. Um, so let's get started on FinCEN. Um, first of all, tell people what that is. What does it mean? FinCEN actually stands for the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. It is an agency within the US Department of Treasury. What they've done is um, created reporting requirements for small businesses so that they can help somehow, I guess, using their computers and stuff, detect financial crimes such as money laundering and drug dealing. Very cool. So um, go ahead and explain to folks the, these, new, uh, these new requirements that are put in place with FinCEN as far as reporting, uh, reporting requirements for small businesses, and if I understand it correctly, also their equity owners and how that's going to impact businesses. Starting in 2024, um, most businesses, small businesses, so not publicly traded, registered in the United States will have to report information about what's called the beneficial owner or somebody who exercises substantial control over the business. And this is going to be a form that has to be filed with uh, FinCEN, the agency, uh, annually. It, so, you know, as far as filling out the forms and things like that, what are what are some of the potential consequences for businesses that don't comply with this uh, FinCEN requirements, regulations regarding, regarding that reporting by the equity owners? If it's determined that the failure to report was uh, deliberate or intentional, there's fines of up to $500 a day. Wow, that, that can add up quick for a small business. <laughs> yeah, and, but then you argue about what's intentional, was it an oversight, that sort of thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're if you're money laundering, it's probably going to be intentional. Yeah, uh, usually would be, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. Are there any specific industries or type of businesses that should be particularly on top of this stuff about FinCEN reporting requirements? Actually, no. Every business that's registered with a state, um, so a corporation or an LLC, or if you have to register a partnership in certain states has to file a FinCEN report. Well, there's, that also, there's some exemptions which probably aren't going to apply to most of your audience. Yeah. Well, I know, uh, you know, we we uh, we have Biz Radio is based out of Asheville, North Carolina, and there's a lot of independent workers there, as, as there's an increasing number across the country. But do you know if this is going to impact sole proprietorships or DBAs? It shouldn't because this, the regulation is defined to apply to a business let me see if I can find that here. It's a business that's registered with some sort of state agency. Gotcha. So, and I don't think a DBA would apply. A DBA is more of a, a notice type of thing. Yeah, because you're operating so, under your social, which has already got the reporting requirements with your taxes and everything else. Correct. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, so it's going to be um, corporations, limited liability companies, and any type of registered partnership, depending on the state. Now, I'm going to guess that there's probably a lot of business owners or managers that are hearing this right now, and maybe they didn't know about it. Um, what, are, what can some small businesses do to ensure that they're staying in compliance with the new regulations? Do you have any practical tips for them? The tips are um, fit, uh, FinCEN, the Enforcement Network, has put together an uh, FAQ. It's, it, 
it's not particularly brief. It's about 50 pages that you can download from their website that answers a lot of questions about who has to report, what has to be reported, because that's really the important thing is what has to be reported. Um, and then they don't have, it's going to be an online report, I believe, but their website as of this morning said that their reporting website is not yet up and running. Hmm. So come G uh, January 1st, 2024, I ho hopefully they'll have it up and running. I'm sure we can count on government to do that. <laughs> It'll be there, yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything that owners of small businesses should be aware of in terms of any privacy or security concerns? I mean, you talk about a 50-page report. That's a lot of info in the new reporting requirements. Any concerns about privacy or security? Well, the report's not 50 pages. They're, um, their guide to filling out the oh, report gotcha. is 50 pages. Yeah, and, and that's, that's a really good question because you have to collect information from people um, their name, date of birth, where they live, their uh, social security number, passport, driver's license number, things like that. It, and that's information that has to be maintained by the business. And you're collecting that from people who may or may not want to give it, let alone, you know, have you then turn it over to the government. So what, you're, what, what the businesses will be, be doing is if anyone has a 25% ownership interest in the reporting company, the company has to collect this information which if it's a one or two person business, not a big deal. If it's a limited liability company with 50 members, that's a lot of chasing around. That's a lot of personal information that is being collected. So, you know, with any information, the person collecting it has to put up sort of uh, stops to make sure that it doesn't leak out into the public. Do you, do you know if any of this is replacing or if it's just additional um, reporting that has to happen like with an S-Corp, you know, with the K-1 distributions and things like that with SEC reporting and all that? Is this a replacement of that or added to or maybe S-Corps have their own lane? It's in addition to, for one thing, it goes to a different agency. The uh, reports that you just mentioned all go to the IRS. Mm -hmm. This is going, even though this is going to the Department of Treasury, it's going to a different agency within the Treasury. Second, there's going to be people that are on the report that don't necessarily have a financial interest in the company. And third, there are going to be owners of the company that are excluded from the report. So anybody with less than 25% ownership in the company won't be on this report. But somebody like, and, and this is not defined yet, it's up to the agency to get into more detail, but someone like an accountant or a lawyer or a business advisor might wind up on this report, even though they have no financial interest in the company other than providing services and collecting a fee. So it's, it's in addition to, and it goes to a different place. All right. And, and final and most important question, is this something that you can help businesses kind of navigate and get informed on or connect them with what their requirements are going to be? I can connect them with the information right now. Um, in terms of compliance, nobody really knows what that looks like except the people at Treasury that are working on this website that's not up yet. Um, we can assume it will just be a form where all this information is listed. But certainly, I have businesses that they're great at running their business and they're horrible about doing reports and forms and that sort of thing. So I'd be glad to help them. Another resource is just to go to the FinCEN website, which is FinCEN. And for those listening, it's F-I-N-C-E-N. -E the website is FinCEN.gov. And specifically, slash BOI, which is Beneficial Owner Interest Reporting. Uh, very, very good information and uh, appreciate you getting this out there to folks, you know, before January 1st. <laughs> yeah, that, I knew it was coming and it's been coming for a couple of years and it's finally here. It's so here. I'm actually just starting to dig into it and figure out what's going on. All right. What's the best way for people to follow up with you? 
Email is always the best, palermo at palermolaw.com. And uh, on the BizLaw app, they can click through and uh, my information should be there. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're listening on bizradio.us, click the little home icon that's on the uh, on the feed right now, and that'll take you over to Michael's website for the series. And if you're listening on the podcast, just look in the uh, links down in the description. All right, Michael, thank you so much. Appreciate it as always. Thanks for having me.